When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Micro, a podcast for short but powerful writing. I'm your host, Drew Hawkins. Watermelon Rinds and Baby's Breath, Triple Pointers and McJordans. We're back with an editor edition. It's a periodic episode in which the editors of small journals and presses read their own work that was published in a different small press or journal. We love these episodes because we get to highlight multiple journals and the people behind them, many of whom, like us, do this work because they love it. Our first piece, written in a single sentence, encapsulates both a fragile moment and the writerly urge to describe it. Written by Michael Wheaton and published in Complete Sentence Lit, it's called Touching My Sleeping Baby's Fingers, I Feel I Could Write Instead. Enjoy. The arms of a pillow hold him still, and he pulls the silicone nipple always closer to him. So many things he wants or needs that I can never give him of me, until it falls from his lips, fingers falling slack, born with all ten thankfully, which will reach for so much they need to want. And I remember him inside his mother, curled, latched, so many things I can never give him of me who is outside worried what could go wrong in the development of body, of brain, of code, and what it might cost in money, in grief, in stress, for him, I would like to say, more than me. But he takes his breaths without obstruction, without machines or fees, far for now from want or need, especially of me. Michael Wheaton is the editor of Autofocus, the host of its podcast, The Lives of Writers, and a writer of his own whose work has appeared in Diagram, Hobart, Bending Genres, Borough Press Review, Rejection Letters, and The Daily Drunk. You can find him at Twitter and Instagram at Wheaton3000, or on his website at mwheaton.net. Our second piece is actually two separate micros from Kaming Chang, published in Pigeonholes. Hunger, desire, and generational wisdom intersect with violence and animals in these pieces, and we highly recommend the accompanying interview on Pigeonholes' website. Enjoy. 
Basashi. The Japanese rode into Nantong and confiscated all domesticated animals. Agong refused to give up his horse. He had no bullets, so he slit its throat. I asked where a horse's throat is located, and he drew a picture of its long neck and tore open the place it spoke from. The horse wore its slit throat like a necklace of garnets. On a vacation in Japan, a restaurant served the local specialty, thin-sliced raw horse meat. There were veins of fat in the flesh, and Agong said, look how well it's been fed. I'd rather be full and slaughtered than starve and survive. Watermelon Salad Watermelon rind shredded with a cleaver and tossed with salt. That's what we used to eat, Ma said. There wasn't any money. From the sidewalk, they stole rinds shining with other people's saliva. They stole from the neighbor's dog bowls. You know how sad it is to steal from animals? The dog learned to bite and one day bit off my mother's pinky. She flaunts it at parties, invents stories. In these stories, the dog attacks because it's hungry and smells pork buns in her backpack. Bricks of steak, deboned fish. In these stories, she is the one being stolen from. Kaming Chang is the author of the novel Bestiary and the forthcoming short story collection Gods of Want. You can find her on her website at kamingchang.com. Our third and final piece serves us McDonald's with a side of 90s nostalgia and leaves us craving more Dorothy Chan poetry. It's called Triple Sonnet for Dennis Robin, number 91 on my television screen. It was published in AAWW's The Margins. Enjoy. Triple Sonnet for Dennis Rodman, number 91, on my television screen. I tell R the McDonald's has sold out of this special $6 celebrity rapper meal, and it's a moment straight out of my 90s childhood when Michael Jordan had his own burger, the McJordan, with smoked bacon, cheese, and barbecue sauce, and don't forget the onions. And don't you wish your beloved would call you nicknames like McGorgeous or McLovely or at least McPretty? And I wonder if names like that are reserved for run-of-the-mill white guy doctors, actors on television shows past their prime. All I know is I'm mad my meal is sold out. All I know is Dennis Rodman was my favorite Bulls player as a kid, and how I remember his green hair on the court, or what about when he dyed it yellow with leopard spots, or the time it was a smiley face in the back, and he really was a performer, even a dancer. And who could forget when he declared he was going to marry himself, showing up to Barnes & Noble in a wedding dress, and a parade of biphone and behind him. Cheers to you, Dennis, and thank you for giving me a childhood. January 
1998 when you hit three three-pointers in a row. Give me a triple-triple. At fast food joints, everyone asks for a double-double, but why ask for two when you could have three? And we all know thrice is even nicer, like how Spumoni ice cream isn't complete without cherry, and Neapolitan isn't anything without strawberry. And have you tried the astronaut version that's one hard block? But who wants it dry when you could be wet is a rhetorical question for every context. Give me a triple espresso with a triple decker Dagwood with olive on top and oh Dagwood, you lucky fool. How did you ever score a babe like Blondie? Count your blessings. Give me a juicy pickle from the largest glass jar. Appetizer, entree, dessert. The rule of three applies to meals the most. Or I'll take a triple topping pizza, anchovy, sausage, and olives. Throw it in a soda to wash it all down three wishes. Dorothy Chan is the author of Babe from Diode Editions in 2021. You can find her on Twitter and Instagram at Dorothy K. Chan or on her website at DorothyPoetry.com. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Micro is edited by the outstandingly talented Dylan Evers and produced and hosted by just okay me, Drew Hawkins. Our theme song is by the good and wonderful Matt Ordez. You can find more of our shows on LitHub, on our website at micropodcast.org, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And definitely check out our new interview series called Five Cues with Kirsten. Kirsten Renaud talks to writers about their work that was featured on the show, a little bit about their writing process, some questions specific to the pieces. They're short and sweet. I guarantee you will not be disappointed. We've got a full transcript of this episode up on our website and links to our YouTube page where you can find the show with subtitles in case you need it. Check out the show notes for links to the pieces that are featured on this episode and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Podcast Micro. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>